Well, now you messed up. You, you were listening to the Micro Machines podcast. And this week, we have a special episode about the Battle of the Bulge group build we've been running since uh, the se- September of 2022. Uh, this week, we will be running through some of the competition entries and judging them. But before we get to that, shall we go through some introductions? I think so. So you got me, Callum, from New Zealand, and I've just got a bit, just got a glass of water at the moment. Yeah, I'm a bit boring today. I'm Jack, broadcasting from the uh, juice bed. Also got a glass of water. I'm Dennis, broadcasting from the juice recording studio, and I have an MRAP with me. Uh, I'm Ezra in New Mexico with some vanilla cream wafer crackers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I am Garrison in Kansas, and I have some coffee, but my stupid-ass cat decided to knock it over. So Good I was just got some extra thin. That's us. Yep. Okay. That's us. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Well, let's kick it off with the first entry from Jack's Hobby Station. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't. Dude, I love this that. Is... That's that camo is beautiful. I love it. Oh, I I, I thought some of us was going to read it. Ah, they, oh, they can. Matt. They can. Uh, nah, Matt, they go, can back, go back. Go back. I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Use your right. use your voice. The other Garrison Ezra, shut the fuck up. Right. So, first entry we have from Jack's Hobby Station. He has done a standalone armor. It is a 48 scale M4A376 uh, Sherman. And his submission notes for his uh, build is his Hobby Boss's 148 M4A376 Sherman. It's a meh kit, it has good details, excluding cast textures. And the fit was mostly okay. I painted it using Tamiya paints and used Woodland Scenic Snow to add snow. And for the crew, I used some figs from Tamiya. So, shall we have a look at what it looks like? Yes, we shall. Look at that. I will say, one thing that stood out to me when we were looking at these submissions is that I did not even know that you could get this kit in 48 scale. It is cool to see like the uh, M4A3s without the uh, muscle break. I'll say they just look better. Yeah, I think they look better. Yeah. Although, I prefer... Uh, I like no muzzle brake, but I like the horizontal rather than the vertical, but that's just me. Um, I do like what he tried with this kit. I do like the front plate that he's put on the um, front slope and the mud effects around it. They look pretty good. Um, and I do like the powdered snow on it. I think he did a really good effect with that. Fresh snow, yeah. Yeah. Personally, I'm a big fan of the uh, of the whitewash. That's a cool pattern. I like how he did it. it. It's it definitely looks like something that you might have had guys with a mixture of air guns and uh, paint brushes in the field applying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely makes a nice whitewash scheme. Holy crap! His light guards are good. Yeah, they look pretty good, eh? Jack's Hobby Station. Shout out to you for getting in scale light guards in 48 scale. Even in 35th, it's difficult enough, you know. Oh God. Yeah, I wonder where those came from. Are those those are, I think the kit, the, because Hobby Boss gives you photo watch. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Jack, very well done. Yep. Congratulations. It's a good, Thank uh, you. good submission. Uh, up next, we have Jefferson Lawing. Law, uh, Lawing, I don't know. AKA, well, you're going to have to edit that bit out. Yeah. Uh, AKA Bubba145 on the Discord. So he has done an armor diorama. The diorama name is Panther 134 near 
Oh fuck! Why do I get why why do I always end up having to pronounce this one's on you, Callum? <laughs> the Dom Buchenbuck. Uh, close enough. Oh, well, well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, so, no, you did. You killed that. Yeah. So in his submission notes, he has written Tamiya one to thirty fifth scale Yag Panther with frail model tracks, value gear stowage, photo it and photo etch from Edard. Decals are painted on with with stencils. Can't wait to see that. Figures are Arden's resin figures. Yag Panther 134 is a TD used in the Battle of the Bulge in the area of Don Bupin. Go ahead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Say the word, Cal. Don Butenbach. Add a bit Buchenbach. of flame to that. The scheme of the camouflage was looked over and suspected to be red oxide and not the red brown used earlier. Photo images showing several wrecks of Yag Panthers in the area were used for this. Let's have a look. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, right on. That looks amazing. That is a great Yag Panther. Look at those figures. Those figures are really good. Uh, I love the base as well. I like how the base is slightly narrower than the uh, tank, but it looks really good. I love like that camo scheme he's got going on. Yeah, yeah, that how it flows good. Looks like it's actually field applied. Like good shit. Yeah, yeah, for real. Love the snow and yeah. slush effects as well. It's looking really good. Yeah, well done. What? What? Are, I remember this is one of the first submissions we got, and when I saw, I thought, wow, this is it's definitely setting the standard for sure. I know the whisper was I just finished my Yag Panther, and then he started showing this off, and I just felt insecure. <laughs> good stuff man and those figures too how you painted the white on the on their little tunics that's real nice yeah that is a very good looking diorama there okay so from Seraph Sadik, uh that's his Instagram handle he has done a standalone armor uh, the name of it is King Nothing in Ardennes and his submission notes a 1-72nd to Tiger 2 kit from Ravel the model was painted only using brushes, weathered with oils and acrylic paints. Dennis, Damn, go. Look at that. Wow. Oh, well. I, I will just say, for 1 to 72, I did not think this was 1 to 72 at first when this was first posted in submissions. I thought this was 1 to 35. Agreed. Um, yeah. Frankly, this is just incredible. I mean, he's got all the effects right on the tracks. The, the camouflage is. I'm surprised that this was painted a brush. Uh, it's so precise. It's so well balanced I mean, normally when you have brush painting you run the risk of seeing things like you know anywhere from brush strokes to the colors looking too garish but no um serif static you absolutely nailed this one and yeah uh, shout out to you what a great i almost want to ask him about his technique because yeah is very honestly well man yeah like the way he's managed to get the two colors on the uh barrel as well yeah. doing the wavy pattern mm-hmm. underneath that looks great uh even the machine like the thing that makes it look thirty fifth for me is having the machine gun on the uh, roof. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like usually you don't see that in seventy second or anything like that. So, no, you wouldn't believe that this is seventy second. See, Ravel should be having this guy make the kits. Yeah, Ezra, do you have anything to say about it? Oh yeah, it's probably one of the best one seventy second scale builds I've seen like ever. The that camo is, is just beautiful. That's saying something, considering you're a judge that goes to many shows. Yeah, I was going to say, you, if anyone would see a lot of 1-72 scale stuff, it would be you. Yeah, like, 
I think the thing that stands out the most to me is the green. The green is nice. That's a really good tone. It's yeah. streaking too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it has that like perfect faded, but not overly weathered look. Yeah, the rusted Just... um, oh fuck, exhaust on the back looks really good. Yes. Just the overall streaking for that scale. It's really hard to do it that small. Yeah, totally. Everything he did in this is just hard to do in that scale. <laughs> and yeah. he just nailed it. Yeah, I've tried 72nd armor. I gave up quick. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, man. Yep, that is yeah, a very good build. And it's a rebel kit, too. Yeah. Okay, who's next? Okay, so this is from James Skiffins. He is one of the hosts of the Just Making Conversation podcast. Uh, so his one is currently unfinished, um, but uh, depending on, he might get it. He's not part of. He's not in the competition. But if he gets it finished before I finish editing, I'm just going to shoehorn it in. So for now, we've just got um, his sort of work in progress on it. But um, yeah. So if we go back, oh, just ooh, look at that. Bricks are nice. So he is building a a Tamiya 35th scale M8 Greyhound. So this is what it looks like so far. But he said he will be working on it this weekend. So if he finishes it, I'll in post editing, I'll just shoehorn it in somewhere so we can see the final product. But for the moment, this is what he sent. Uh, we do we have seen the interior, and he has fully scratch built the interior for this right down to. Um, putting ammo racks and putting shells in. Um, he was finding out which way the shells went in so he could put them put them in accurately. The, the interior looks amazing. And I can't wait to see this thing finished. I think he's doing one hell of a good job on it. Right on. Looking good, James. Yeah. I do like that brick wall. Brick wall. Yeah, that's cool. Layout. I like that. Really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the layout. This is going to be sweet. I like how that that brick wall kind of slopes against where the the edges of the diorama. Yeah, yeah, that looks awesome. So, yeah. So so far, it's just a work in progress. He is a bit late with it, but he's got reasons which are totally fine. Uh, if he does finish it, I'll shoehorn it in. If not, we'll see it in a later episode because I think he's going to do one hell of a good job with it. Oh, he's, he definitely deserves, like, a mention at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Alrighty. And who do we have next? Floki. Hey, hey it's Clint. Boy, Floki. Clint. <laughs> so the only dedicated figure diorama, um, he has named it Defeat, and he has used New World Miniatures. Right on, right on. And let's oh, go with uh, Jack. Jack, you go. You go first. I go first? Yep, go first. All right. Um, the that figure painting is clean as hell. Look at that, uh, the light gray, the shadows on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That light just, gray jacket just looks amazing. Right, and it's the first thing your eye sees. It's the brightest color in this uh, scenery here, and it just keeps your eye there. Yeah, absolutely. See, one, one thing that stood out to me is you know, obviously the figures are amazing, but then looking at the scenery, he's added things like the you know, the grass, the puddles, the jerry cans. That grass is really well done. Uh, everything's strewn out in the grass just adds so much to it, and definitely that you know those little details make this. Uh, it's deceptive because at first you think it's just a diorama with two guys walking in it, but then you realize there's so much going on here. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you can just look at for a long time. Yeah, especially with. Like it's not um, 
overbearing. You don't have so much going on. For sure. Just enough that it's like realistic, and then you got that, like y'all said, the elevation shift and the muddy, muddy water, like just splendid. Yeah, the the balance in this uh, piece is incredible. Yeah, and to do it in such a small scale, yeah, like a small area, yeah, yeah, and like even the like you see the way that the figures are placed, like with the name of the uh, with the name of it being defeat, just the way they're walking just gives a whole story of what's like you know clearly they're trying to re- they're retreating and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it's, it like it's telling a story just by the way they walk. You know, so I think exactly. that's really cool. That is neat. Well done, Folky. Yeah, good on you, dude. Great job. Great job. Okay, so we have from Michal a an armor diorama. Uh, it is labeled "Mine, All Mine," and his submission Ooh. notes is M eighteen from Airfix, the MP man figure from from body body. Yeah. Jerry cans from Tamiya and boxes and crates from unknown brand. Everything else is scratch built. Ooh, look at that. It's so intricate. Yeah. I love all the mines. Y'all, <laughs> dude, that stockpile is lovely. Yeah. So he has done a diorama of an M18 Hellcat. And I, I think my favorite bit, to be honest, is the uh, power lines. Parallels are nice. Yeah, they look really good. When you watch this, if you do, please let us know what you use for the parallels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really curious. Hell, I want to know what you use for the mines. That looks those just having all of those there together is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite bit. You can't see it too well, but that figure ties it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the MP back there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I just got the name. Nice. Mines, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh. Uh, I like that. That's a good uh, but, um, play on words. That's yeah. funny. Oh, that's good. Um, Why'd that take us so long? Because <laughs> we're we'll not that out. smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do like Ooh. the uh, whitewash on the M18 as well. That looks really cool. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. It really breaks up the, the pattern of the, or the, the silhouette of that M8, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. And it also shows, like, if you look at it from a distance, it starts to blend in with the uh, background. You know, you got the slush and the grass and stuff. It's effective. Yeah, <laughs> it it blends it in really well. So you show just how well the camo works, but also breaks up the lines. And yeah, I think it's this is really cool. I love it. Well it's done. a very realistic and intricate model. Yeah, great job, man. Yeah, congrats. Right, so. Uh, we were also running a competition where you could win first, second, or third. Uh, what were the prizes again? Who wants to tell? I don't remember. First prize is a Hobby Boss uh, T. Garrison, what's the designation for that special Pershing? Uh, my guy, I'm like a M26 fanatic. M26 E4 or something like that. Some yeah. shit like that, yeah. It's the long barrel Pershing from Hobby Boss. So you get that uh, for first place. For second place, it's a bunch of 3D printed uh, stuff from me and my printer. Um, mostly spent ammunition rounds. And then third place prize is going to be a bunch of decals. 
yep. from the MMP. Some yep. special MMP decals. So we have narrowed it down. We did a point scoring system and we all agreed and whatnot. So third place goes to Copperhead Makes Models. He made he made an uh, a standalone armor of an M8 Greyhound. His submission notes is Tamiya 1 to 35th scale M8 Greyhound and MMP special figures and stowage. So, AliExpress. AliExpress. My man. Clearly, he watches us. Yes. <laughs> and this is what Look he's done. That. So, he's got a very nice M8 Greyhound. Why, my personal favorite bit about this is the snow caught with the uh, chains and the tires. It's a very nice. Yes. Thing. Yeah. It's very, it looks realistic. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And you don't see many people doing that either. No, no. So I'm also loving the figures. The the jackets and whatnot are painted really well. Oh, yes. Yeah. The antennas look good. The stowage is real nice. That the little bit of uh, snow packed on top of the Greyhound also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So this is just one hell of a um, standalone. Making me jealous. Splendid work. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. the chains on the tires. I want it. Yeah. 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 For me, it's the chains on the tires. Yeah. That, that's snow. just it's that detail that just you know chef's kiss. Um, so the interior as well. Yep. I think he did. A, he built an interior for it as well. Yeah, I don't think that kit comes with an interior. Not really. A little bit, but not much. Yeah. Like not enough to count. Yeah. Yeah. So, really. Yeah. Uh, copperhead. You will be receiving a bunch of MMP themed decals from me, the the, the decal guy. Uh, they should be. Uh, you you should uh, have one of us reaching out to you uh, for your details pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hope you enjoy. Congratulations, uh, buddy. When you do get them, uh, post it on social, tag us in it, let us know that you received them, let us know what you think of them, and yeah. So enjoy. Really good job. Congrats. So, up next in second place, Wolf Scale Models, a.k.a. Christian. So, he has done an armor diorama. It is named Mount Up. And his notes are, Sherman is an old, old, old artillery tracks. Is No, Sherman is old, old, old artillery. Tracks from the box figures are plastic tamiya, including heads. Stowage built myself. Trees built myself from chopsticks, asparagus fern, and woodland scenic flock. Hmm. Nice. Oh, look at that! Ooh, yeah, and yeah, he did one hell of a good job on this one. And if you've seen the picture he based it off of, it's like bam, Hang on. Yeah. yeah, like he took it out of the picture. The only yeah, I wish he had done the jumbo with it at the same time, but you know, beggars and choosers. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize all the um, like the figures were just out of the box. Were they out of the box? Yeah, they're, they're Tamiya ones. They're t- yeah, they're Tamiya ones, and then like it's an old Italian kit. Like yeah. he did very good with not that much uh, high end products, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I like about it. It's just you know whatever's lying around, sort of thing, is what he's done. But it really doesn't look like that. <laughs> no, uh, the streaking effects on the tank are amazing. I love yeah. them. Yeah. So are the black stars too. Like oh, yeah. A lot of people just oh, throw yeah. the white ones on there. Yeah. But like 
he he goes the extra mile and he went the extra mile and, yeah. and really really got it. And if you want to really try a master and, at that snow too. Yeah, and if you want to try and uh, correct him on historical accuracy, please do it on our Discord. We want to watch and have a giggle. <laughs> we'll make a special episode just for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise the trees look amazing. Everything just looks amazing. It's a really well done kit. Yeah. Great job, Christian. Yeah, good Blew my mind. So again, we'll get in yeah, touch it's... with you. So, in first place, and this was kind of a uh, unanimous um, vote. So it is an armor diorama by Martin Drayton, aka MD Scale Mo- Models. The name is This Don't Work, and his submission notes. Tamiad Jagpanther 4, uh, Jagpanzer 4 with scratch built interior, 3D printed tracks by, I don't know, SC, SC3D. Yeah. Dragon M3A1 and Tamiya M8, both kitted with a combo of value gear and legend stowage. Figures by Alpine Miniatures, Tamiya and CFM, farmhouse scratch built from XPS foam and balsa wood. Keep in mind when you view this, he did this as a flight attendant in hotels. Yeah. Yes. So that. This guy got all the talent. So he Jesus. based it off a rather famous photo. That yes. is of a Jagdpanzer four that has been knocked out and written on it by soldiers wrote, This don't work, spearhead caught it, too bad. And as you can <laughs> see, he's put the reference photo and a and he's uh, taken his own photo, put it black and white to put it side by side, and also color and yeah this thing he did the house the house is amazing he did fully scratch built and he managed to copy it exact from the photo i you could spend hours looking at this diorama to be honest yeah um, there's kind of too many things going on here to choose any specific reason even his layers figures, to his it. figures yeah like the the half track is amazing the m8 is absolutely amazing i loved the storage he's done the figures are incredible. Like, even went as far as um, on the bottom right corner corner there, the Jagdpanzer, uh, when they blow up the paint from the heat of the explosion makes the paint oh. peel off, and he's managed to replicate that. Like, that is... How do next, you do that? That is next level. How did he think about that? Like, seriously. How is that tech... How do you even do that technique? We'll have to find out by him. Yeah, I yeah, think he used. Awesome. I think he like layered the paint on a bit thick and used paper to peel it back, sort of. I think mm, maybe, yeah. But I, I will say, you know, just the fact that he did this in the conditions that he was working in, you know, going all over the place and being, you know, probably half the time this was built out of a hotel room. Yeah, just it's so ridiculous. How do yeah. you do it? How do you do it? Yeah, like seriously, that this is incredible what he's managed to do in his constrictions like seriously and in the time limit too because he didn't start right away no he started late like he was a what yeah about a month late and he scratched out the entire interior for that uh yag panzer yeah entirely yes not only that but look at the ring on the greyhound there's numbers on the ring oh jesus and he's and he's scratch built some shells to put in the ready rack Oh, crazy. Those two figures at the bottom center, I mean, the two guys standing, that he got those. Those you could put a black and white photograph there, and you would think that those are real guys. Yeah, honestly, yeah, like, that's phenomenal. 
Well, that's a well-deserved uh, person coming your way. Yeah. So I can't, I can't wait to see what he does with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So MD Martin, uh, hopefully you'll watch this. Uh, we'll be in contact with you shortly to find out where to send it. And you know, as before, when you get it, post it on uh, socials and all that. Tag us in it. Let everyone know where you got it from. And yeah. Congratulations, dude. Yeah, well congratulations, deserved. man. Very well deserved. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. And if you want to participate in another group build, I'm sure you'll win that one as well. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine what you do for the, uh, <clears throat> shall the we... next one? We'll just the be like first, first, second, and third, and then his own prize. <laughs> yeah, he gets Honestly, his own that's... category. <laughs> but yeah, good job, mate. Good job. Yeah, shout out to you. Now, what do we have here? So we uh. put in our own. We did our own uh, group builds because, of course, we wanted to. Uh, Garrison, go for it. All right. So uh, this is my little submission, as stated, uh, recreational, not for competition. This is called Moments Before Disaster, and it's an armor diorama. So the fewer Grenadier Brigade was a committed piecemeal to the fighting near Bastogne. One of its battle groups attacked the U.S. 80th Division in Heidershed, Luxembourg, on Christmas Eve of 1944. It suffered significant losses in the fighting, including a Stug G-3 and two SD KFC-251 half-tracks. All Germans were killed in action. Look and, uh, Yeah. This is nice. it. The uh, not only... Hair. Oh, yes, that was a lot of fun to do. Adding that facial hair was... I know I'm going to get flack from some people, because they're going to be like, oh, the German army never allowed it. Which usually, and they probably didn't, but I mean, if you're in a in a line company like that, and you know, like your next day maybe your last, like you're gonna be worn, you're gonna want to be comfortable as possible, and part of that is you know facial hair. Yeah, who's pulling out a razor when you? Yeah, when every day could be your last, you know. Yeah, exactly. And also at that time, but, uh, it was the coldest winter that ever had, so chances are, like you just freeze the blade to your face. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't feel it you wouldn't feel it cutting into your cheek because you're so numb. Well actually all you'd need to do is like wet the beard, let it freeze, and then you can just pull like break it off. Oh, yeah, God. snap it off. <laughs> <laughs> kind of with a saw. Oh well, this is thanks. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh, I use the uh dragon SDKFZ two five one slash one seven off D with a two centimeter auto cannon. Uh, it's used for mainly anti aircraft purposes. There were very few of these uh, made. I think there's like seventeen in total or eighteen in total used in the war. Uh, but one of them fought there at Hydershed, and uh, the box art there is actually a real picture, uh, like moments before the picture was taken. It's knocked out and whatnot. But I made these figures to be at their line of departure just before they head off to that uh, that final battle that would set their fate. And all figures are from AliExpress. Well done, Garrison. It was a treat getting to see you put this together. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> it was a blast. It was uh, my first full build here at the new house. So Nice. It's a good way to uh, start it off. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Ezra, Ezra. Oh, hello. Okay. Um, this is my 1100 scales Vesda M4 Sherman. The diorama name is Peekaboo. 
and I pretty <laughs> much just built the Sherman straight out of the box. At except I just added some concrete armor and uh, stowage to the back. And then of course the base was all scratch built, and it was my first time, you know, doing water effects. So that was kind of fun. That is not one to one hundred, you liar. That's one to thirty-five. Come on. <laughs> I wish. Come on. Adam. It could pass for sure. That is. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Good lord. Thank you guys. Yeah, I, I'm really happy with how it came out. I love the Air ID panel on the back. I think the concrete has a nice, uniform but textured look. Oh, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Like that's that looks amazing. What'd you it's use for good. the concrete? I used. Um, plastic card, and then added a small bit of putty on top of that, and then just textured it. Hmm. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And that's what. How big is this whole diorama? Like, oh, probably approximately like three inches long. Huge, massive, average. You have so much space to work with. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be pleased with that size. What a humble diorama. Thank you. I. I'm honestly very happy with how it came out. As you should. You wow. should. Be. Yeah. yeah. I like the little. Are you gonna overhang. take this to any shows? Absolutely. Good. I love the little overhang on the road where it overhangs the water. Yeah. That yeah. Was well done. Yeah. The that looks really variation cool. in rain is very good for such a yeah. small size. You, you got that a lot better in one to one hundred scale than I got mine in thirty fifth. It's oh, just mind blowing. Yeah, really awesome. Thank you. I mean, the oh, water... the snow on the barrel. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even see that, dude. I just noticed that. <laughs> Fucking a man, well killing done, the game. Bro. Oh, thank <laughs> you. My the only thing I wish I could have changed was have the snow levitating a tiny bit above the water. But mm, I know what you mean. Yeah, but honestly, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. well done. Thank you. Yeah, very really appreciate. It. Very good. And last Ooh. and Ooh. least, uh, me. Oh, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> so I've done a standalone because uh, uh, I'm not good at bases. Um, so mine's called uh, Winter Grouch. So it is a Tamiya early Sturmpanzer for Brumba. Uh, Brumba literally translates to Grouch, hence the name. Uh, uh, it is with a three-color ambush camouflage underneath a worn whitewash, and the effect is it's just gone through a light snowstorm. Well, let's see her. Ooh. Oh, wow. That snow is crisp. Yeah. That's, oh, I so, love it. so that's the uh, AK micro balloons. You know, the stuff I was inhaling last episode. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but... Um, a light snowstorm in the at the workbench. Yeah, pretty much. So I've used uh, white enamel paint for doing the whitewash. That way I can use uh, thinner to fade it in areas and then uh, chipping fluid to properly chip it in others. So you get a sort of variation in the uh, whitewash. That's right crazy. on. Yeah. One thing that really stood out to me about your whitewash column was that it covers the whole tank, yet you can really make out, especially from a distance, the overall base camouflage scheme underneath it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I was very, well very nice. Yeah, because initially it like completely covered it, and I couldn't really, you couldn't really tell. So you just had to 
strategically thin it out in the areas because I, I wanted to I wanted to show what the original camouflage underneath it was without you know destroying the effect of the whitewash so right but yeah I will say um, one of the side skirts is hiding a little secret uh, and that's the fact that one of the return rollers disappeared. No oh, idea just where a it minor went. Thing. Minor thing. Minor thing. Yeah, it's just you know, I picked up the little container that I had all the loose bits and put them back, and I was one short. No idea where the hell it went. So instead, I used one of the road wheels from a from my Mark IV tadpole that I had left over because it's <laughs> it's similar enough dimensions that from a distance you don't notice it, and the pattern inside is oddly similar. Well, shit, there you go. I was like, close enough. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll find it in like a year or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll turn up. Calm's you'll go to sweep your... Go ahead. Calm's out here doing West Coast customs on the boom bars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will say my favorite bit is probably the front and back deck just with the snow on it. Like, especially across the jerry cans. Don't know why, but it's just satisfying. And across the Indeed. tow cable. That's bloody good, man. <laughs> yeah. It definitely, um, like, it definitely looks good on the shelf. Like, even the just the shape of the Broomba, anyway, uh, with the white, just it stands out amongst everything else, and it's just got this really cool, like, mean look to it. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cool. It's it's a cool looking, how uh, self-propelled gun. Well, well, I think you did it justice. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And on that note, Callum, I think that was all the submissions we had to show. Yep. That is the Battle of the Bulge group build over, officially. Well, uh, thank you so much to everyone who participated, including those who decided to submit their work for judging and those who just showed it off on the server. I'm equally glad to have all of you participating and showing the amazing work you did. So, with the conclusion of one group build... There must be another to fill its place. Yes. Harrison. Fill us in. All right. So this is the Micro Machines podcast presents the Cold War group build running from February 1st, 2023 to June 1st, 2023. All information about this group build will be posted in our Discord server. Contact any of our social medias to get a link invite to participate. A tutorial video on how to get and use Discord can be provided if needed. Just ask. So basically, uh, we're kind of trying to think of a good, fun, exciting group build that can pull a lot of different areas from. Instead of going like, <coughs> like the Battle of the Bulge or... You know Vietnam or whatever. We decided with this. So basically, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read the rules to you guys. So uh, there's eight rules as of right now. Uh, to qualify as the Cold War, let's see. Here. All right, yeah. So to qualify as a Cold War, your submission must have been used any time during March 12th, 1947, to December 26, 1991. That is when the Cold War took place. Uh, the topic doesn't matter as long as it was an active conflict or scenario during that time period. Uh, rule two, you're welcome to build anything 
from figure standalone vehicles, vignettes, or dioramas. Rule three, if you just want to submit for fun, you're more than welcome to make a what-if scenario regarding the Cold War. For example, if you've seen the movie uh, Red Dawn, something like the Wolverines, or from the Fold-A-Gap Collapse, you know, things like that. Um, now, for rules for judging, they'll be the same as our last group build, the one we just judged. They will not be based off IPMS or APMS rules. If you want your build to be for competition, it must be historically accurate and not a what-if scenario. Uh, for competition, uh, it must be started from step one with proof. So basically showing us pictures of the kit and the sprues, kind of showing us what you started with, and then showing, you know, obviously the finished pictures after, kind of seeing a before and after. Um, that way, once we post it for uh, judging, everyone can kind of see where you started and where you're at now. Uh, let's see, seven is if you want your build for competition, we require 10 detailed pictures in order to judge thoroughly. And then all submissions must be in by 11.59 p.m. June 1st, 2023, uh, Central Standard Time. So that's Central Standard Time in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Uh, if you don't know that time, just Google it for your time zone. All right, so for that group build, uh, we're going to have prizes as well. First place prize is the TACOM 1-35 scale Russian medium tank T-55A 3-in-1. Ooh. Beautiful kit. A very uh, sought-after kit, in my opinion. I would love to get my grubby little hands on this and just go to town. Um, so that's first place. Second place will be the Tamiya 1-35 scale U.S. Infantry Scout set that came out in 2022. Uh a lot of good reviews on it. It's also fairly sought after. And then third place will be a choice of 50 resin printed spent rounds, anywhere from 100 millimeter, 25 millimeter, or 7.62, and four custom resin printed Canadian infantrymen, either in 72 scale, 48 scale, or 35th scale. Some good prizes. Yes, yes, indeed. And we will see you all on February 1st at the Folding Up. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not but, again. God, ready. <laughs> We're going in the mobile recording studio. <laughs> but yeah. Gunner Heat PC starts typing in chat. Yep. But <laughs> hot if, so if you want to get involved with the group build, um, uh, we'll be providing links in description for uh, the Discord or our own socials. You can. Like if you're not if you're not used to Discord, we have a Facebook uh, page. You can join and message us there, um, or message any of our individual socials. Whatever you want, uh, we're going to provide all of that down in the description. So, if you have any questions or you want to join or anything like that, just let us know. Awesome. Well, that was an episode. Yeah, it was hell yeah. Nice it was. And it sure was. was. Podcast right. quickie. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. No, that's what Dennis just had. Um, anyway. Uh... <laughs> you, you edit that out. You edit that out. <laughs> that was foul. <laughs> that was without warning. <laughs> okay, then. Let's end this. Yes. Well, thank you so much for watching and listening to the Micro Machines podcast. 
We will return next week with our episode on the USS Seawolf. Yeah. See ya. See ya. <laughs> okay, see ya. See ya.